0: Hey, y'all, I'm Kim Stewart, host of Book Marketing Mania, where we talk about all the things to help you meet new readers and market your books online. The time has come, y'all, to write your personalized email pitch and start serving your target readers by guesting on podcasts. The message God has given you to share in your book is the answer someone is looking for. If you're scratching your head wondering, is podcast guesting the best strategy for me and my book? I encourage you to listen to episode three, where I share nine ways guesting on podcasts helps build your author platform to help you reach more readers. And if you're new to the show, be sure to check out my past two episodes. Episode 32, I shared about creating your podcast pitching strategy so you know the why, who, what, and where to help make the most of your time, especially if you're outsourcing, research or pitching to your VA. And then in my last episode, number 33, I shared some easy ways to find Christian podcasts to pitch. Again, it's helpful if you're outsourcing and especially if you're DIYing it. I don't want you to spend all your time researching. I want you pitching and serving listeners with your God-given message. So let's get into the nitty-gritty of how to pitch a podcast today. I'm going to walk through how to craft an email pitch and after that I'll share about how to find their contact information and how to reach out via DMs if that's more your jam. Just keep in mind podcast hosts will often ask you to email them anyway if you reach out via DMs and for those that have a podcast guest form on their website a lot of this information is going to be used on that form as well. So y'all There is no cookie cutter approach to this. It's all about the value you are bringing to the listeners and the relationship you're building with the host. And that differs from show to show. You can find all kinds of podcast pitch templates all over the internet, but your pitch will stand out so much more above the others. If you focus on building relationships first, service over selling, and the value you bring the listeners and let your personality shine through in the email. No pitch template can do that for you. And don't send them the same email they're getting everywhere from everybody else that downloaded it from the Internet. Change things up and be creative. Now, having said all that, there are a few things you want to take note of and include in your personalized email, starting with your subject line. I like to title it similar to how they title their episodes. I want them to see the email and think, wow, that sounds like a great podcast episode for my listeners. So they want to open it up and read more about it. Some hosts title with a book title and their author's name. Some are more topically from the book or topics, you know, related to their show. There's all kinds of ways to be creative with your subject lines. So your emails get opened, but I'm going to save that topic for another day. I just want you to pay attention to your subject line. Second, greet the host by correct name. Y'all, I don't even think I need to say anything about this, but it is a huge issue. And I have made this mistake myself and it was a huge learning lesson. So please, please, please greet the host by the correct name. And again, if you're sending a personalized pitch, not just a template and not the same email over and over and over, you're going to be customizing that anyway. Thirdly, make a personal connection to their mission and why you're reaching out. So if you listen to episode 15 on building relationships with hosts before pitching, this part's going to come super easy for you. If you're offering a podcast swap, if you're a podcast host, be sure to mention that up front. And if you're not a host, but you want to offer some kind of a swap, stay tuned to have ideas for future episode to share some great ideas for swapping. Do you listen to their podcast? Have you reviewed their show? If you have listened to episode 15, you've probably already done those things, and I've even started linking to my review in the pitch to let them know I seriously am a fan of their show, and I'm showing their support ahead of time. And if you listened to episode nine with my guest, Misty Phillip, on podcasting to build your audience, Misty hosts the popular By His Grace podcast, and she shared, listen to the podcast, do your research. Know what they're talking about on their show and then make friends with podcasters because she's a lot more open to pitches from her friends or from authors that she knows than just a blank pitch of someone saying, oh, I'm so interested in your podcast when it's clear they've never listened to her show and they don't know what she's talking about. Great tips from Misty. And again, that's an episode nine. Then share just a brief about you statement they host is going to go and check you out they're going to check out your website your social media they're going to check out your book and this isn't really about you and how great you are and all your accolades that we want to share about ourselves it's really just a short bio about you and how great the message you have is for their listeners so I like to craft a bio and then I'll personalize it later after I've decided on the topic I'm pitching to the show because I want to show each individual host how my message matches the mission of their podcast and I like to make this as brief as possible because hosts don't have a lot of time to read big log emails shorter and shorter so I think like one link in your bio there and preferably to your website maybe to a media page that where they can go find everything else they might need but just make that part super short so on episode 31 with my guest Yvette Walker host of Positively Joy podcast she shares The best kind of pitching is to tell me as much as you can about who you are and the book that you've written and why it would be a great match or be aligned to what I do on Positively Joy. I think it's pretty clear sometimes when people are just kind of batch pitching, it's clear that they've never listened to podcasts or they don't know what I do. I think authenticity is important. So again, you want to share a personal connection to their mission and why you're reaching out. You want to share a brief about you statement, right? Then next, let's talk about the topics you could share. And I always like to say service over selling. So remember, on episode 32, we talked about the what of our podcast pitching strategy, which is the topics we can talk about from our book, not the book itself, unless it's a specific podcast that does that. Depending on the show, I like sharing one topic with three or four talking points, or I might share three topics. Again, I personalize these to the show, their mission, and what they've covered before. And if you remember episode 19 with my guest, Crystal Prophet, host of The Prophet Podcast, we talked about turning your podcast into a book. And I asked Crystal, because I know she gets a lot of podcast pitches, uh, how she feels about uh, pitches that land in her inbox. And she said, my biggest pet peeve is people that don't lead with value. What kind of value can you add to my audience? Not to me. I'm not the center of attention here. I have my audience. They're the ones I want to serve. So think about that when you're pitching your topics. Okay, so next up, I'd like to share something about the speaking experience that you have, especially if you've guessed it on podcast. So include a mention of podcasts you've previously guessed it on, just one or two, link to your episodes, or if you host your own show, you've probably already mentioned that in your bio already. The intent here is one, that you know how to show up to serve listeners well, and two, it shows social proof that you are indeed are the expert on your topic because others have invited you to be a guest before. And if you haven't been a guest, that's okay, too. Everybody has to start somewhere, right? But have you recorded videos? Have you recorded any other audio somewhere? Maybe you've done a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live with other people, and they can hear a sample of you speaking. Okay, next up, how you will share the interview. So y'all, again, it's so important. You want to include a mention here of how you're going to give back to the host and help them get their message out far and wide by sharing your guest episode. I can't believe how many hosts say that their guests never share. It's so disappointing. So be upfront with it. Will you share it in your email list, on your social channels? Maybe you host a podcast. You could even share your episode there. Be sure and let the host know how you will share the interview then offer to send a copy of your book for their review. If you're a traditionally published author, your PR rep at your publisher or who they've hired will probably do that for you when they're pitching you to be a guest. So you don't have to worry about that. But if you're self-published, you might want to do that ahead of time or just ask that in your pitch email. Can I send you a copy for your review? Again, it just depends on your strategy and it depends on the show. Then I like to include one or two links for their easy reference. And I change this all the time to get things more concise. You might have just a link at the bottom that is your media kit or media page. And think of, you know, like a speaking page, it might have a little bit longer bio, where you've been featured before, sample questions. Again, if you have a traditional publisher, they create this for you typically. Uh, You might just link to your Instagram account if that's somewhere that you're super active. But just give them one quick link where they could easily go check you out. Don't give a ton of links because they don't have time to do all that, right? So you just wanna be as concise as possible. just remember, a lot of the hosts are reading these emails on their phones. And a lot of hosts are busy moms, right? They might be in a checkout line, and a carpool line. They don't have time to read through a lengthy email. They want to make a decision quickly. And you want to help them make the decision. Does this go into a folder to be filtered later? Or do I want to act on it and invite this person to be my guest? So um, on episode 17, I interviewed Katie Reed, co-host of the popular Martha and Mary show. And Katie said, when someone sends a media kit, it gives me so much more information. I don't want a big, long, lengthy email. Okay, note to self, Katie. (laughs) Then you're closing, y'all. So this is not, if you'd like to book an interview with me, here's my booking link. No, 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 no. (laughs) We want to put the ball back in the host court. It's their show. It's their invitation to make. So just a simple closing that if they found you to be a fit for their show, you look forward to hearing back from them. Again, just something super personal. Again, there's no cookie cutter approach here. You might not need to even include all these things in your email. If you have a relationship with the host already, you may just need to send a quick email or a quick DM. But for other hosts that maybe it's a little bit of a colder relationship, you want to give them enough to save them time in checking you out and making a decision on whether you're a right fit for the show. Remember, it's all about the value you can bring to the listeners. Hosts often reply to my pitches with, you made it feel so personal. I don't assume you always do that, but it definitely won my heart. And then we've also gotten emails that say, thank you for your very personal email. It's evident you listen to the show and understand the heart behind it. Thank you for personalizing your email so much to serve my audience. It's super rare and I really appreciate it. And anytime I share podcasts, pitching tips on Instagram, hosts are always the first ones to comment with their amen or this is on fire, y'all. They are so appreciative when guests take a few extra minutes to share how they can really bring value to the audience. And it's not about pitching their book. It's about pitching the message that God has given them. So now you're ready to send that email pitch, right? So one quick note, I create an email template within Gmail. So I don't start with a blank page. But I customize it for each show and I update my template as needed. Now, I did say I would share about finding contact information and sending DMs versus an email pitch. So contact info. So this is super easy, y'all. Everyone seems to think it's like some big secret, right? But the first place I really recommend is that you go to the website of the host and look at their podcast page. Is there a form linked or an email mentioned for guests? That's the best place to go to first, because if there's a form, you want to fill out the form. You don't want to mess around with DMs or sending an email, a personalized email. You need to follow and respect their process. So you want to fill out the form first. But if they don't have that, then One thing I highly recommend, and this goes back again to building relationships with podcast hosts, episode 15, subscribe to their email list. I think every single host I know has an opt-in on their website. Subscribe to their email list to get, one, their current email address, right? Whenever they deliver their opt-in, you're going to have their current email address. But more importantly, you're in their email box and you can reply and build a relationship with them long before pitching. Y'all, this is not about the pitch initially. This is just about replying to them. I mean, they'll be so surprised to get a reply from one of their email subscribers and let them know something about the show you just listened to. Build relationships first. If they don't have an opt-in, you can always go to Instagram and look in their profile. If they have a business account, you'll see their email address there. Or lastly, you could just DM them. But again, this isn't about pitching. This is simply asking them, hey, do you have a guest submission process for your podcast today? Just start that conversation there. So I gave some additional thoughts on DMs in episode 15, but here I'll just say too, it will be so much more authentic if you've taken time to build a relationship first before making a pitch in the DMs. Plus, even more important, remember when you're DMing somebody like on Instagram, out of the blue, if they don't know who you are, they're going to immediately click over to your profile to check you out. What will they see? Holy cow, that's another topic in itself. And you can hear Instagram coach Ruthie Gray give some great tips on your Instagram bios on episode four. And if you're a member of Lindsey Hart's Ignite Your Book Marketing program, I also just coached on this topic in there about getting your home base ready. Because once you start pitching the media, they do go check you out. So when you think about Instagram, what are they going to see when they pull up your Instagram profile? What are they going to see in your bio? What are they going to see in those first nine pictures? Does that represent who you say you are in your email pitch? And watch for my upcoming guest, Ren Robbins, host of Friends of a Feather, as she shares how she vetted potential guests in a super cool way a guest recently reached out to her. It's so good. And also on a future episode, you're going to hear Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, host of I Choose My Best Life, share how she likes to receive podcast pitches. So be sure to subscribe here in your podcast player to Book Marketing Mania so you don't miss an episode. I hope today's episode was helpful to you in writing your personalized email pitch to guests on podcast and share your God-given message. And if you have any questions, hop over to Instagram and DM me at Kim Stew Inspired. I'd love to help you. Thanks for tuning in today, and I'll see you back here in two weeks to help you market your book one podcast at a time.